You know, one of the craziest things that I think you can ever experience in your life, oddly enough, could possibly be your second semester of college. I don't know what it is. Just from what I've seen, this could be purely an isolated experience, but other people I've talked to that have been to college that went other to other colleges could just be my class, but they seem to have gone through the same things. But one of the strangest cases that I've ever come across in my life was this guy. He was so charismatic. I will tell you, his girlfriend was absolutely smoking. He met her at college too. And his room was kind of like where everybody wanted to go, the dorm room. Door was always open. It ended up becoming a dumpster by the end of the year, just trash everywhere because people would just come in there all nights of the hour, even when they were sleeping. You know, people are hungover, doing whatever they were doing, come back, play video games, so on and so forth. Crazy stuff. Not so crazy for college. But looking back as an old guy, of course, it's a little crazy now to even think that at a time that was normal. But anyways, this guy, we'll call him Miles. He can make anybody laugh. He always had the smoothest line for everything. You would think that he just had it all going. Wasn't the best looking guy. Kind of a bit of a noodle. Well, noodle body. But did not stop the females from giving him attention. But you know, you never really know what can end up happening after a certain amount of time. So he goes out. He goes back home. Comes back. Returns to the semester. And something was off. Something was just a little bit off about him. His normal, jovial spirit was not there. He told me it was because he was just so bored at home, being back home. His parents were good to him, by the way. They sent him the best care packages, so he had really nothing to complain about. But he comes back, and I just notice this is a little slower. It's a little bit slower. Still had some of that fun spirit every now and then that would pop out to say, hey, maybe he's just having a bad day. But then it turned into a bad week, maybe a bad month. Did something happen? Well, I guess so. But his girl was still stayed with him. She was becoming increasingly frustrated with him, though. Harder to reach is what she described him as. Then you started noticing some signs, like when he was playing his Xbox, his gamer tag changed. It used to be his high school mascot name, plus a couple of random numbers afterwards. And then it turned into something like Bong Destroyer 37. And I thought, okay, well, you know, he's getting into more holistic herbal remedy lifestyle. Maybe he's trying to find himself or something, you know, alternative medicine. Wasn't really accepted much back then, kind of taboo at the time. But then his clothing style started to change, started wearing tie-dye shirts a lot. And then just seemed increasingly slower and slower. Like, there was just nothing that was that alert, witty, sharp person that he was before just completely changed into somebody else but that wasn't the worst of it that was probably the start of it then it was the next semester where you get out of the dorms you go in and you get an apartment that things really change because then he had a whole entire group of new friends and we got back and I said what the hell were you doing over the summer I thought you went back home how did you meet all these people and apparently he had made them all in the last two weeks Just in the last two weeks, he came two weeks early before the semester started just to get settled in, you know, his new apartment. Need help moving in. And that apartment ended up turning into, just like his dorm room was, open door policy, never locked. You can go there any time of the night that you needed to if you need somewhere to crash. So you can imagine the types of people that were drawn to that place. People that they just met that night maybe would get a hangover, fall asleep on the floor, wake up the next morning, you never see that person again. But... It kept getting worse. The people that were coming up to the door, this one guy comes in 
and he looked a lot like who they say someone pointed out to me the other day when I was telling him the story was Slim Jesus. Now, I don't know who this person is, but he had an ice cream cone tattooed on his face. And when he came into the door that one time, I said, okay, that is very odd. And this guy, he was super bossy. Not as in a boss, like he carried himself like an executive, but I mean, just ordered people around, ordered the people he was with around. And there was nothing really too intimidating about him, but he did have an ice cream cone tattooed on his face and keep in mind this is before that gucci main character did this this is way long ago so he had the little ice cream cone before that was the power suggestion could have gotten to him props to him for starting a trend that famous rapper ended up getting into points for originality i suppose i once told him when he was talking about tattoos i personally don't like them i don't put them on me that's permanent right i don't want to draw on this but you know he had asked about a new tattoo supposedly he said i'm gonna get one just like the one on my face and he was looking around for a reaction me being polite i just said i like ice cream and he got quiet and looked at me and we and i nodded and nodded and he nodded a a little bit at the end i think he was waiting for me to laugh or say i was kidding but it was a sincere compliment i didn't really know what to say i was just trying to break the silence at that point because seemed that he was just talking to himself you'd hate that feeling everybody does Nobody likes to be ignored. And he was obviously excited about it. But this guy, he ended up becoming a problem. And he brought along with him more problems. And then it became a ritual. The same people that would come over all the time in this trash-filled place that kept getting even trashier and trashier. Well, he brought over this one guy that had gauges in his ears. And he always carried around this big, black, juicy gun in in his holster. Always on the side of his hip. Sometimes he would just twirl it around like it was nothing. And I just could not get over how massive this handgun was. Because I've seen them before, but not anywhere. It would just look cartoonish in a way. That was a damn big gun. Wouldn't even surprise me if it came with GPS. It's an absolute rocket. Well, turns out he wasn't the only one that did that because the friends that he would bring over did the same thing. And Miles, during this whole time, he started to become more and more pathetic, not like the charismatic guy that we talked about in the very beginning of the story. We would come in sometimes maybe 1 o'clock, 12 o'clock. You know, that's normal for Friday night. And I would go in there, and I would just see him with this zonked look on his face. They're like, man, how much of that stuff are you smoking? Because I've seen you smoke a lot, and it hasn't done that. Well, I come to find out he was getting on to the heavy stuff and it was getting bad. And one night, apparently I found out the guys carrying around those big hand cannons were actually his suppliers. And when you don't pay somebody back that does that, things can only go bad. And one time I came in and I'll never forget this day. He was wearing his stupid tie dye shirts that he was getting into and he was standing there and I walk in and there's three of them surrounding him and they got him pressed up against the wall their hand wrapped around his throat and they're yelling at him and he can't even speak because he's he's crying. He said, I'll pay you back. I'll pay you back. He said, that's what you said last weekend. I don't believe you. Obviously, a lot more vulgar stuff that I would like to not repeat. But Miles, you know, he used to wear these thick rim glasses. They're pretty cool. I don't wear glasses, but these ones are cool. Well, anyways, as he set him down, the ice cream boy smacked him right across the face. He wound his hand all the way back pulled back and like elastic rubber band just smacked him and his and his face whipped almost all the way around it's like whipped and then whipped right back in, in front like whoosh. and then he was 
staring there like for a second like he couldn't believe what just happened like he looked he looked normal and then his eyes got dazed and he realized he's pretty dizzy and he put his his hands on the side of his head he went to push the guy and one of the other guys the guy with the big black juicy gun the gauges grabs him by his shirt and throws him through his door and i couldn't even believe it there was a massive hole right through his door and i thought those are the cheapest doors and they charge that much for this place just because it's close to a college campus what a ripoff but he went through the door and that hole stayed there for a long time because they didn't tell <laughs> of course they weren't going to tell the apartment owners about this like he there was a hole i can't stress that enough like picture a hole literally broke and he went through this door maybe he was his legs were still hanging out the other side but the thing broke right off the hinges and he and he was you know basically sandwiched in between his own door from top and the bottom half and he was laying there and he's groaning and rolling on the floor and he says i'm coming back in the morning you better have it and then he looked at me and was like help me and i didn't know what to do i felt so bad right you know it's like this is my guy but he got himself into this mess and i was like what's going on here and then that's when he and then that's when he popped a pill I didn't know what it was. I didn't ask. I just left because maybe about 10 minutes later, he was just falling asleep in his chair. And I was like, man, this guy is nothing like he was. I knew something was going on. I just didn't ask. I'm not like that. I'm not nosy like that. I had to find out from other people. But I went on spring break. I went to San Diego again. Yeah, I go to, I go to that place a lot. It's a great place. Second home to me, I would say. But I took the Greyhound bus back because got into a dispute. Some family friends acting wildly insane so i took a greyhound bus in the middle of the night took me like 18 hours to get back to where i was overnight i was exhausted i didn't go to sleep weird people on the bus but i get back to my apartment complex at the time i go over to his and he's there again falling asleep at his place and it's even more of a dumpster and that door was still split in half laying on the floor now and it was pathetically hanging off by some duct tape that he tried to duct tape the door back up and when I got in there and he was sleeping couldn't even believe my eyes there was a bunch of dust cans computer duster cans everywhere and I said that son of a bee when he came over to my place at the beginning of the semester that's where my computer duster went I was meticulous about my screen and it went missing and I was pissed off because I was like where I just bought it I know I did and I found out that he was huffing it I didn't even know that was a thing he asked to stay over when he woke up, he asked to stay over because he said people were looking for him. They didn't know where I lived, and I thought, you know what? He's always opened his place to me. I would feel bad, right? You know, you think about a year and a half crashing at this place. I barely crashed there, but I would go there. So I said, okay, fine. Well, I come to find out. I went out for probably an hour or two that night. Thought he was sleeping. I come back, and he was doing it again. In my room, he took my computer duster, and I felt betrayed. I was like, I gave you a spot to stay. And you do this. And he was, you know, convulsing. And I told him I told him that day, you have to leave. I didn't talk to him for a long time after this, but I told him he had to leave. But oddly enough, I became kind of friends. Or at least cordial with the people that he was hanging around those bad guys. Because they, you know, they were always good to me. They, they never gave me problems. Actually, they are really good to me. I like to just hang out, you know, when we're at the place. It's not like they called me up individually at this point. They did eventually later on. But one night we went out and he was starting to get better because I guess he had paid them back. Probably begged his parents to pay these guys off. But he still hung around them. They probably saw the perfect sucker. But I remember the night where when I said, you know what? I got to separate because we were at McDonald's having a late night meal. And he gets the guy 
with the gauges and the big black juicy gun. He stands on the table and he was yelling at the staff. And then he went on to the counter and started yelling at them and jump behind the counter. And they were trying to get him out. You can't be behind here. You can't be behind here. And he's like, you know, get my sandwich. He's like, I asked for a chicken sandwich. Why is it taking so long? Then give me a refund. And they wouldn't give him a refund. He said, you didn't order that. He said, I did. And then so he took some of the fries, put it in there, scooped it up himself. And this is before vine and twitter had all these crazy videos so it doesn't sound like a whole lot but just unashamed back there made himself helped himself to sundays everything until the police came and they walked out and then went back to miles house like just like nothing happened and this is before people put things on social media so was it really tracked i don't know i don't think he ever got caught he was pretty normal otherwise besides carrying around that gun and having the gauges you know it's from la a little rougher but still articulate when he was sober you know but i can i come to find out after i disconnected after that point it was the following semester anyways it was right after the second year and i come back to college i stopped getting those calls because i found out miles was back home his parents stopped funding his college experience and he got checked into rehab i believe that he did end up finishing just one more year two years after but never finished the whole thing what a waste of money for his parents but it's crazy how things can change so quickly that's what i learned about it got to be careful about who you surround yourself with and how quickly things can change no matter what he lost his girlfriend everything it was all subtle but also happened so fast the downhill the downhill slide was larger than anything so just be careful about who you call your friends what habits you get into and understand that it could happen to anybody to know the signs you don't want to get caught and stuff like that but if miles is out there i hope he's doing well a lot of potential probably could have been a businessman another lifetime like pt barnum or something he had the charisma for sure so you, you stay safe keep your head on straight mr smart city out ciao